Trevor, it's, I'm really excited for you to be here. I appreciate you joining us on Market on Close. For sure. Thanks for having me, man. So walk me through it because the first time I saw the Badger, first time I saw the visuals, everything looks really cool. It looks really exciting. There's no way around it. Right now, though, I'm having trouble figuring out the order of everything. So walk me through it, all right? You got a bunch of vehicles you're working on. You got the pickup truck, the Badger. You've got the tray, the semi truck, and you've got the garbage trucks that just got ordered by Republic Services. What's the first Nikola vehicle that's gonna be drivable by an end consumer? So we started out in heavy duty trucking and that's what's first coming to market right away. It's the Nikola tray. It's a European cab over. We're bringing it back to the United States, the cab over, which is a flat nose. It's got 720 kilowatt hours on board, the largest battery of any production truck in the world. And it comes out um, the end of next year. We'll have those in the hands of customers the end of next year. That's the very first one. The Badger pickup truck will be coming online very shortly after that as well. So you got the commercial side plus the consumer side following right after, along with the, uh, the off-road vehicle. So we got a couple little fun little programs with the two everyone needs to focus on are the Nikola Trey, the battery electric, and then the Nikola Badger, and then the fuel cell right after that. Okay, so you've got different production points for the first two that are coming, right? In Germany, you've got a joint venture with CNH Industrial to produce the tray. And then from what I understand, you're looking to build a badger here domestically in Arizona. Yeah, so, um, yeah, ultimately the answer is, is that we, we did not want to go out and build all of our own humongous factories and try to build a dealer network all over Europe, all within like three years. It would cost tens of billions of dollars. So what we did was we joint ventured with Iveco, who's one of the largest um, truck manufacturers in Europe. And they already have the network of all the dealerships and the factories. So we took one of their factories, we remodded it. Um, that factory will be done by the end of this year, just in a few months. And full production begins out of there next year. But in the US, the Nikola Badger pickup truck will actually be done and manufactured with an OEM partner. And that'll be announced soon. It will not be done out of our Arizona factory. That's where our big semi trucks will be done but the Badger will be done at a factory from an existing OEM. So that's what everybody's wondering right now, which is yeah. who is that uh, manufacturer? You've got a big event in December, Nikola World. Are, are you gonna say it then? Do you, uh, have you got any updates on the timeline? Yeah, that's the, that's the billion dollar question, right? <laughs> Everyone's excited about wondering who that, who that OEM uh, partner is. And uh, we'll let them know as soon as we can. There's a lot of logistics. Ultimately, you got multiple publicly traded in, uh, companies involved in this dis in this like decision and and public relations and marketing and everything else. So unfortunately, I'm not able to say who it is right now, um, but I can say I can tell everyone we've narrowed it down. Going to be coming out soon, most likely before Nikola World. We'll uh, we'll let the whole world know who who that uh, OEM partnership is with the Badger and how you can order it, who's going to service it, who's going to warranty it everything it's going to be a lot of fun it's probably one of the most exciting announcements i'm looking forward to okay so just be clear you said you've narrowed it down so um you don't have someone that's set to build it right now but you're you just assume that somebody's going to there's i'm guessing a lot of offers and you're deciding who's got the bargaining power here i mean this is a pretty big deal right this is someone's going to build the truck no it's already been decided but i can't get into any more than that other because of the legal terms there's there's things called material non-public information as a publicly traded company. So sure. I can't give anything out, but I can tell you it's already, when I say narrowed down, that means it's already decided and we're gotcha. in the very deep of announcing. So it'll be coming out soon. I just can't tell you the status because that would be giving away some information that's not that I'd get in trouble for. Okay, so you have had someone to commit then, just to be clear. Um, 
we have we have chosen that partner and they have chosen us and it'll be announced soon that's all i can tell you okay so for those right now that want to as from i understand the pre-order availability started this summer do you have any idea what the timeline will be for that consumer vehicle i know you mentioned that it's coming after the tray but for those you know for average folks watching if they want to get this car any idea what the timeline will be yeah, this pickup is pretty awesome. Um, 900 horsepower, 980 foot-pounds of torque, all zero emission, and our goal is to beat, possibly even beat Rivian to market, which would be crazy. We don't know if it's possible. We're trying. Um, we think end of next year, we might have a chance of getting it out. It might be 2022. So somewhere around the end of next year to the beginning of 2022, we believe we'll be in full production on the Badger. Uh, if we really have our ducks in order, we might be one of the first ones in the world to do it. So here's where it gets uh, interesting and, and pretty speculative, as we've seen with the stock. It's been wild. It's been a huge winner on the year. But how do you know and how do you gauge? I know that you've got a team uh, in addition to yourself. You're the executive uh, chairman. You have a CEO as well. Uh, it, who is figuring out what this all means to the bottom line? I mean, how do you know what kind of profitability or margins to expect if you don't even have the specs to build it yet? Well, actually, the trucks are pretty far along. So the Nikola Treyas is already um, pretty much complete. It's going through the final validation and testing. Okay. So we have spreadsheets with one of the largest OEMs in the world. We already have bids on every part that's coming down that truck. We know within a few percent what the cost of that truck will be and what our margins will be. The Badger is a little more, um, I guess you could say, not as refined on the, on the cost because we just joined with the soon-to-be-announced OEM. Okay. And they have a different purchasing um, structure than we do. So their prices are way more aggressive than ours when it comes to cost. They can get their cost down way cheaper than we ever could. And this is one reason why I think Nikola is actually going to dominate in the electric vehicle world in America for pickup trucks. Because with the OEM partnership that we're going to be announcing, we have some of the best buying power in the world and our costs will be cheaper than most of all of our competitors, which is going to be uh, pretty incredible. So we're still coming up with that, with where our margins are going to be on that truck, but they're really good. Okay, so you don't know where they're going to be, uh, but uh, you're confident they're going to be good. Uh, you're confident this is going to be a profitable business. What about for yeah. those who, who buy these trucks uh, with fuel cell technology? Where do they charge them? How do you have a timeline? You might have a timeline for the truck, like you could build the truck, but what about the usability of it and the utility from a user end uh, if there's not stations to stop and fuel or fuel up at? I mean, not literally fuel, but with this technology. I mean, it's not built out yet, right? That's a good question. Probably the number one question we get. So a lot of your, a lot of your followers and, and people watching, will, will, they'll appreciate this. So what we do is um, Nikola was founded on the fact that we build hydrogen with uh, the hydrogen stations with the trucks that we sell. And because of that, we've been able to reduce the cost of a station down from 50 million down to about 14 million through five years of work, you know, multiple years. And we've also been able to um, standardize the station, which drive, drove the cost down. So with the heavy duty semi trucks that we build that consume the hydrogen, when it, let's just say that that goes outside of Phoenix, Arizona, because that's where we're headquartered at, right? Let's say the big station goes outside of Phoenix. We use that big station to produce the hydrogen and we distribute it all through the city. So people can fill up their, their Badger pickup trucks all through the city and they fill up the semi trucks on the freeway. Now, we only allow the Badger to be sold in the fuel cell in those markets that we first um, launched the big stations in. So it'll be one at a time. And over a period of about seven years, we'll have, we'll have a, a couple hundred stations. We plan on over 500 of them going up in America and North America. And so over a period of about seven years, you'll have complete coverage for the most part throughout the United States and Canada for hydrogen. 
So that's how we do it. Big station, distribute to the city with, a, um, with, a, with a smaller stations for people to fill their badger at. When you talk with uh, investors and analysts right now, how tough is, is guidance? I mean, is, is it a, a guessing game? This is, we're talking a couple years away from uh, some of the production timelines and then the build out of these stations as well. Uh, how do you have any idea if the stock is cheap, expensive, um, and, and whether or not that informs your discussions with investors? I mean, any idea sort of how to value the company? Yeah, so one thing is, is I'll tell you this, if we, if we execute on our business model, then Nico will probably become the most disruptive company, one of them, in the entire world. So that valuation, people can put whatever they think is the best thing. Um, I can tell you this, we told the analysts three things we were gonna do after our earnings report. We told them we were gonna announce a major, um, a very large order with a customer. Um, that was number one. We told them we would announce the OEM partnership for the, um, for the Badger, that was number two. And, uh, the very first one we did, we we nailed out of the. We told them we'd be done by the end of the year. We did it in two days. So we, we announced the Republic deal. It's a couple billion dollar contract, um, and that uses the Nikola Trade platform. So it's the exact same drivetrain. Doesn't require any additional work. Just a new cab. That's it. So that was number one. Number two is the OEM partnership. We'll be announcing that uh, soon. Okay. And number three would be the hydrogen network partnership. That'll help us build out our hydrogen networks around the world. That's going to be announced very soon as well. Um, and so in my opinion, those are the three things people will, will, will benchmark us on. And if we hit those three things uh, you know, before the end, of the end of the year, I think you know, the company has a tremendous amount of, uh, of upside. And it's kind of like getting into, you know, if you were to kind of compare it to say Tesla, that's like getting into Tesla at $40 a share. It's you know, $1,800 a share right now. So people, they can't really have it both. Either you wait until the company's proven out and we're we're you know, $500,000, $1,500 a share, whatever it may be in the future, who knows? And that's what you pay for, for zero, for almost no risk. Or you get in early and you get the upside. So people have to decide if they want to invest or if they want to sit on the sidelines. And I personally love this story. I, I love Nikola and it's, a, well, yeah. it's, got a, it's very disruptive. So with that disruption, you've had a little brushes with legal battles with Tesla before over the last couple of years. Uh, the, the last one that I saw, Tesla pushed back against a uh, door patent of yours that was declined and that was considered a win for Nikola. Is, is that, what's the status with that, with you and Tesla? Is there tension there? Have you resolved those legal disputes entirely or are there things still lingering? Well, look, I mean, I think the fun part about this is, is America loves championship, right? You think about sports like football, the Super Bowl, NBA championships, hockey championships, soccer. We love championships and everyone wants people to compete because there's something wonderful about watching people fight and win. We, we definitely are a competitor of Tesla. We're, a vi we, we're vigorously fighting them when it comes to, when it comes to like uh, who's going to be first to market, who's going to win, who's going to do well. Um, the market's so big, we can both exist forever and almost never touch. But beating each other to market, it's a lot of fun. It's a Super Bowl of clean energy. Uh, we believe we're going to win. What but about Cybertruck? That seems like a Badger competitor, right? I mean, uh, is there enough market share to go around? Does it, is it a oh, big yeah. deal who hits first? No, I mean, look, it's not always necessary about being first, although it is fun to win sometimes. We're all going to win a little bit, but just, you know, it's all about your, your, your marketing, your strategy, your followers. Um, we love what we've done here at Nikola. It's a very unique company, very disruptive. Um, but it's, it's all about the, the Super Bowl here. I mean, look, we are going against Tesla. We love it. They, they love beating us sometimes. It's like, it, you know, they just love it. And we love beating them sometimes. And it's going to come down to, you're going to see our trucks on the road first and, you know, with the big semi trucks and hopefully even with our Badger. And 
And if we do that, oh my gosh, the, uh, you know, it's going to be a, it's going to be a, a, a world championship title. So. Trevor, one other one, just real quick. I've already gone over my time. The producers are telling me we got to run, but uh, I got one other question. I want to make sure for those investors uh, that are already in the stock, you've got tw- roughly about 20 million warrants that early investors can exchange for one share of the stock. That's been an important part of the cash situation for you guys, but in terms of the shareholders, it could be dilutive. Is that done? How many have redeemed those warrants? Yeah, I think almost all of them are done. We're over $900 million in our account right now, and that's where you guys saw a little bit of ups and downs. There was a little bit of pressure there from the from the warrants. Uh, most of those have all been absorbed out of the market, rock and rolling now. I think there's still a little bit left. They all have to be redeemed, I think, by months in. So, um, yeah, I don't think that you have much uh, much there anymore. It's all just cash coming into our account, which is really nice.